0: Strap into your seats, ladies and gentlemen, because this is going to be a good one. I have no fear whatsoever of anybody or anything. I have no fear. I We are a liberation movement. Welcome, 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 family, back to another episode of YB Speaks, the podcast. I am your host, Yermiyahu, better known as YB, and here at YB Speaks, we are changing the narrative. On this podcast, we discuss everything that your mama told you not to bring to the dinner table, religion, politics, and current events. Uh, Listen, ladies and gentlemen, you can uh, catch this podcast on Spotify or wherever you listen to um, your podcast. Also remember um, to support this podcast, please please go to ybspeakstore.com. That's ybspeakstore.com. You can support this podcast and look fresh at the same time. And uh, depending on what um, design you get with stick, I got stickers, hoodies, t-shirts, depending on ones ones you get specifically the ones that say God got me and the ones that say Um, We Are Better Than Me They go directly 100% of those proceeds 100% of those profits That I get from those uh, sales Go directly to helping um, Injured homeless veterans And helping whole families, mothers, fathers, the nuclear family, uh, the ones that are homeless, uh, they got down their luck for whatever reason, they can stay together. Um, I support a nonprofit that helps families stay together, get back on their feet, teach them uh, financial literacy, all that good stuff, keep the kids in school because it's hard to put a kid in school when you don't have an address, all right? It's hard to get a job when you don't have an address. So they put the whole family in a home so the whole family can grow and be empowered. If you haven't already, follow me on social media. you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. At I am Yahoo. You can also find me on YouTube. Subscribe, like, share. YouTube, hit that thumbs up notification bell after you subscribe so you'll be notified every time I bring up a brand new video on YouTube. Just go to the search bar, type in at YBSpeaks. I am. I should be the first thing that pops up there. You'll see my face. You'll see the red, the black, and the green and uh, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into this family. Um, today we are talking about um, we're talking about taking individual responsibility. We're talking about taking individual responsibility. Why is that important? So individual responsibility um, refers to the idea. That each person is accountable for their own actions Each person is accountable for their own decisions Each person is accountable for their own consequences Uh, This concept is closely tied to personal freedom Uh, So that's why I thought it would be something good to talk about Especially during Black History Month uh, When a lot of times in a black community We want to tout freedom, freedom, freedom And we also want to blame others for the freedom that we don't have When in actuality, uh, the only thing holding black folks back from their freedom is themselves it's not systematic racism it's not the police it's not the government it's not the white man it's not the Karens it's individuals within the black community who refuse to take responsibility for our failures um, and uh, uh, leave the past where it be acknowledge what happened get over it I'll say that get over it And move forward to the future is the reason why we're still stuck in some of the things we are. And I understand some of these things are hard to do because a lot of us are trapped in so many different matrices. We're trapped in a religious matrix. We're trapped in a political matrix. We're trapped in a victimhood matrix. We're trapped in a... um, in a non-nuclear family matrix We have daddy issues We got mama issues We got baby mama issues We got baby daddy issues We got trauma that we suffered suffered From uh, being in poverty And being in uh, violent crime-ridden communities And all these different things And that's, that's, that's a broad brush Because uh, a lot of us like to glorify All those things I just said But some of us has never experienced any of that uh, There's a lot of black people who were uh, raised in affluent neighborhoods Middle class neighborhoods Working class neighborhoods With a mother, a father, siblings uh, They were raised in church Or they were raised in a mosque Or they were raised in a synagogue They was raised with some sense And now when they grow up Instead of uh, standing on the shoulders Of those before them Who worked hard and got good jobs uh, They would rather wait for handouts And blame the government and systematic racism For them not getting where they need to go So I think it's very important For us to look at Individual responsibility and what That looks like and how it can really free The community all right So uh, As individuals we are given the Power to make choices And, sh- and, and shape our own lives uh, We were given this power In the Garden of Eden I believe we were given Free will to do As we want to do with our own Lives Adam and Eve chose to eat the Forbidden fruit That's what they chose for their lives. And that was their choice. And unfortunately, that choice had an eternal consequence for every person born after them. All right. But it was a choice. And even then, human beings didn't understand how to take individual responsibility because what happened? Adam blamed Eve. Eve blamed the serpent. No one took individual responsibility um, in in that matter. So this has been happening since the inception of human beings, but I think it's a gross uh, uh, a gross sore on the black community. But with the understanding, so we can shape our own lives with the understanding that we must also be responsible for the outcome of those choices. can't just make choices and try to run. From the consequences. Taking individual responsibility means that people are responsible. We are responsible for our own own successes, failures, and well-being. I'll say that again. We're responsible for our own successes, our failures, and well-being. And that they should not rely on others to solve their problems or make decisions for them. So, family it's time out that the black community keeps relying on these democrats and these liberals who lie to you about what they're actually doing they lie to you about being on your side and we've been taking their their advice and we've been uh, walking to their tune for far too long waiting for handouts waiting for them to make decisions we're waiting on a on a political party to make decisions on our neighborhood when we can make decisions on our own neighborhood decisions to protect ourselves to police ourselves to keep our dollar in our neighborhood, to build a a, a a wealthy economy in our neighborhood, we have the means to do that. We choose not to. That's part of our failure. But a lot of times we like to blame other things for the failures in our community. That's just like me, right? I uh, in order to really fix something, you need to know the root cause of it. And I think a lot of times in the especially in the black community, we don't we don't understand what the root cause is. So we go after all these different outside entities. For instance, I'm fat. I admit it. I'm fat. I'm obese. I'm overweight. I should not be this big. I should not be this short and be this big. I'm not that. I'm 5'9". I'm 5'9 and a half. I weigh about 265. All right? And all my weight is in my gut. About a good 75% of that weight of mine is in my gut. That's not good. That's where you get liver disease, that's where you get gastritis, that's where you get, I already had a gallbladder taken out um, so many different uh, uh, different things happen when you're, when you're fat or what I thought was fat was in my gut this is what I learned just this week Just actually t- as of today what I learned was I have a fatty liver alright I have a fatty liver so what does that mean? That means that over time I've eaten so much fried food, processed food Red meat, candy, uh, cookies, chips, all these different things. Pretty much I've been eating. I've been snacking my whole life, snacking, eating fried food and red meat and processed stuff. So all the stuff that's that's wrapped around or the, all the stuff that's inside the aisles when you go into a grocery store and then all the processed meats that's on the outside of the aisle, uh, not eating a lot of fruits, vegetables, lean meats, healthy fatty meats like fish and things of that nature. So I've become, over time, I've become overweight. So when I was in college, uh, when my wife met me when I was 20 years old, I weighed 165 pounds. I'm a whole 100 pounds bigger now. Now whose fault is that? It's my fault. That's my failure. That's I have to own that. And now that I know what the issue is, a fatty liver, so my liver's gotten so fat, and I've learned that the liver is our the one organ that can completely heal itself if, if we catch it enough time. And I've caught enough time, I'm starting that healing process. But my liver has become so fat that the enzymes and in the, in the liquids of the liver have started to ooze into my stomach area. So that's what's making my stomach fat. It's, my stomach is really hard. Um it's a, it's a pot belly stomach so imagine the guys the 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 um, the traditional image of the the big fat guy in a speedo walking on the beach that would be me i would never ever ever wear a speedo though that's nah, that's a, that's no no um but uh <laughs> but uh, me knowing i have a fatty liver changes the game cuz now i can google you know, what What do I need to eat for a fatty liver? And I've done that. So I need to eat, you know, I think it's carnivorous vegetables. I think that's what it's called, carnivorous. I could be pronouncing that wrong, but cabbages and broccolis and kales and Brussels sprouts and things of that nature, arugulas and things of that nature. I need to be eating citrus fruits. Uh, I need to uh, spread EVOO on everything, extra virgin olive oil on everything. I need to br- be drinking black teas and black coffees. Um. Yeah. These are the things that I need to do and continue to do so that I can be healthy for my family so that I can see my grandchildren's 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 grow up to be strong. I want the Bible says every man is allotted 120 years. I want my 120 years. But here's what I can't do. If I want to be healthy, I have to acknowledge my failures that I've done to myself. And then I have to get over it and then go move forward and fixing it, walking in health. Here's what we do. Here's what I can't do. I can't go to the Lay's company. I can't go to McDonald's. I can't go to Chick fil A. I can't go to Little Debbie. I can't go to these companies and tell them, hey, listen, because I ate your foods and got fat, it's your fault that I'm fat and obese. It's your fault I have a fatty liver. It's your fault I had to get rid of my gallbladder. It's your fault I'm obese. It's your fault I'm pre diabetic and all these different things. I'm going to sue you because. You're being anti-me. It's just a systematic, uh, it's, a, it's a systematic uh, thing that's happening to me because you put your food out on the aisles and I can't stop myself from grabbing it. I think that's anti-black that you do that. So I'm going to sue you. That's what the black community does. We don't want to look at the problems in our community. We don't want to look at the fact that we have a high rate of illiteracy, a high rate of fatherlessness, a high rate of crime, uh, a high rate of single mother homes, a low rate of nuclear family, which is the mother, father, children in the household. Uh, we've gotten away from living out of a biblical world view in our community. Our men are emasculated. Um, our women are becoming more masculine. Our children are out of control. We don't we don't raise our children now uh, for the most part because I see it in the school systems to have respect for those who are over you. We're doing any of those things. There there's no there's no urgency uh, for excellence. Everybody want to figure out how to beat the system instead of going out and working hard and building something for yourself, and then sharing what you know and what you've built with the community. That's that's what successful communities, ethnicities do in this country. But we want to sit back and wait for a handout that's never coming, and blame people who can care less. Check this out: We're listening to a white man and Joe Biden. Number one, tell us how to be black and tell us to be mad at at old white men. But no one's mad at him. We've fallen for the okie doke. An old white man is telling you that your biggest problem, black man, black woman, is an old white man. He's telling you that he's your biggest problem, yet he's the one being celebrated. It's lunacy. No one's problem, the biggest problem in the black community is that we fail to take individual responsibility for our failures, our successes even, and our well-being. And because of that, we can't get to the root cause analysis of the issues in our community, even begin to start fixing them. Let me say this, and then this is going to be a hot take. Police brutality should not even be the top 10 problem in the black community. What? I said it police brutality should not be even, be even in the top 10 things of what's wrong with the black community. I just listed a whole barrage of stuff. You can hit that, you know, rewind 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds or whatever platform you're on. I listed illiteracy, I listed the 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 uh the escape from the nuclear family, the emasculation of men, the the making women masculine. Uh, The baby mamas, baby daddies, the violence, the crime, the disrespect, all those different things. The illiteracy, I think I said that twice. The exodus from a biblical worldview. All these things are what's really the the war on drugs. And we play ourselves in that. But these are different things that are issues in our community that we want to blame other people for. Wait on a handout. A lot of us still waiting on the reparations. Oh, when they give us them reparations, man, I'm gonna take that money and I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a youth center and blah 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 blah. You can start a youth center right now. You don't need no official name. You don't need no LLC. You don't need no uh, 501c3. You know there's some youth that's struggling. Hey, go to your local school. Hey, my name is so and so. I would like to start an after school program. Uh, for the young boys, young girls, or for both of them at your school, what do you think about that? Go to your principal. Go to your school board. You can start with one school. you one person? Start with one school and tell people what you're doing. Uh, collect data. Let people know the success that you're having. do doesn't have to be this big, grandiose thing. Start small. Start with one neighborhood, one school, one student. But we don't want to do that. We want to wait on the handouts. We want to wait on the reparations. We want to wait on the apologies that are never coming. We want to wait on the reversals that never come. Our ancestors, my grandmother's generation, my grandmother's 80, 80 let's see, 84 now. She'll be 84. Uh, my grandmother's generation had it in my grandfather's generation. Um, I think he would be close to 90 now if he was still living. Um, he was born in 1930. My grandmother was born in 1940. Um, and I was on the phone with her months back, and she was telling how, how, how much she struggled and how bad she had it, what they didn't have as far as rights, the struggle they had to go to just to walk to school, just to walk down the aisle in a grocery store. They had it worse than us. They had real oppression. It was real for them. They couldn't drink out of the same water fountain as somebody because of the color of their skin. But we and they but they built better and more sustaining communities than we've done. And we have it way easier. All those obstacles have been taken away for us. But yet we still we still can't take individual individual responsibility for things. So that's are stuck where we're stuck. Um, let's see here. Sorry, yeah, I got to turn, uh, <clears throat> turn my watch off. There we go. <clears throat> so individual responsibility. So let's, let, let's get deeper into this. So individual responsibility, it's, a, it's an essential part, I believe, an essential part of personal development and growth. And if we can get a lot of people to, to grow in their own self, if we can get a lot of individuals to start growing, I believe it, it begins to grow and strengthen our community as a whole. As it empowers individuals to take control of their own lives And become autonomous, self-sufficient individuals I'll say that again Individual responsibility is an essential part of personal development and growth As it empowers us to take control of our own lives And become autonomous, self-sufficient individuals By taking responsibility for our own actions Individuals can gain a sense of control and independence And we are less likely to feel helpless or powerless in the face of changes or obstacles. So uh, when, when the government changes something, when something changes in culture, it always seems like it impacts the African American community the most is because we are helpless and out of control because we've given the control of our community over to the, the powers that will. It's a shame that we've given a control over our community to the, leftist liberal Democrats of America and I ain't telling you to go out and vote Republican but I'm telling you to open your eyes and see that liberal ideas have done nothing to, but to kill the black community and we need to go back to conservative values that we had back in our grandmother's time our grandfather's time but we've given complete control to our community over to that side of the government and then we have a nerve to blame them and that was our decision as a whole That's why a lot of people who do wake up And they smell the coffee They get out of black community They don't come back They don't bother to come back They don't even bother to try to, give out a, try to, try to help anybody come up Because nobody want to listen to them Because now all of a sudden you're a coon You're a sellout You're Uncle Tom Because you left the neighborhood And you're doing better for yourself You're thinking for yourself You're doing for yourself You didn't got out of group think I don't think like you do Now all of a sudden you're ostracized by your own people When you go back So they ain't want nothing to do with you Because they've learned how to take individual responsibility. We all need need to do the same. Uh, We're less likely to feel helpless or powerless in the face of change. Uh, Okay, the sense of control and autonomy also leads to a greater sense of self-worth. Don't you want to feel better about yourself? As individuals recognize the impact they can have on their own lives and the lives of those around them. Oh, yeah, so when we start taking individual responsibility of our failures our successes and our well-beings it not only impacts us but impacts the people around us how do we know this because we know we know people that Wick, public aid welfare it's a, it's a generational career but what if excellence building wealth and God was a generational career and i would put God first in that order but not putting things in order Our children, they don't do what we say. They do what we do. And I submit that you are not what you say, but you are what you do. And that impacts everybody around you. So individual responsibility also involves being accountable for our own thoughts, what we're thinking about, our own emotions and behaviors. Black folks, we are some of the most emotional people on planet Earth. And that's how the liberal leftist Democratic Party of America keeps us in their chains of bondage because they know the right thing to put in front of your face to make you go completely off, go off the rails. All they got to do is show somebody getting shot by the cops. That's all they got to do. All they got to do is show some student getting slammed on the floor by some, some peace officer. They never show what happened before, for the most part. And I'm not, you know, defending the police officer or, or peace officers. I don't say, I don't think that that, that, that level of force or violence is needed. I believe everybody deserves a day in court. Cops are not juries, judges, or executioners. I've said it a million times. But even in saying that, some people still gonna say I'm my Uncle Tom, coon, pe- uh, cop lover, all that other stuff. I don't really care. I know God got me. But we have to start taking responsibility for our own, even our own emotions. And we cannot allow. The Biden, Joe Bidens and the Maxine Waters and the Al Sharptons and Ben Crumps of the world to stir up our emotions in a way that we can no longer think coherently and clearly about a situation. That we run to the voting booth and, and mark Democrat all the way down because they didn't stirred up our emotions and showed us a video. But what legislation have they passed in the last 60 years that's actually helped the black community? Mm-hmm. Welfare don't it, it doesn't help us. Not allowing school choice, it doesn't help us. Defunding the police that that, that don't help us. LGBTQ rights, they do a lot of that. It don't help our community though. Teaching people that they don't need God, that don't that doesn't help us. Putting gender a uh, Uh, gender alternative literature in our school systems. That that doesn't help us. It doesn't help us. Opening the door for pedophiles and drag queens, it does not help us. Pushing death culture through our music, It, it, it doesn't help us. And these are all the things we get from that side, but it doesn't help us. But it's attached to our emotions, so we're responsible for our own emotions, and we're responsible for the behaviors that those emotions uh, evoke, okay? So it's not enough to simply take responsibility for our actions. But we must also take responsibility for our thoughts, our feelings, and our reactions to the world around them. This requires a level of self-awareness, introspection. And we must be able to recognize that our own, pa- our own patterns of behavior and understand the reasons behind our thoughts and emotions. We're very cyclical people. We're not, unfortunately, we, we, we walk in patterns of dysfunctional, emotional outbursts and behaviors, and people study us. They study the black community, they study our behaviors, they study our emotions. It's a whole science called sociology. They have government sociologists, they have sociologists that work for the Pradas and the Gucci's and the Louis Vuitton's and the Nikes and the Adidas and, and all these places of the world the places that we like to shop and the, where we buy clothes, the government, uh, the ones that are interested in our vote, right? They they have political sociologists who look at us and study us, and they know exactly what ad to put on to uh, to, to send to your Facebook page. They know exactly what commercial to invoke your uh, invoke your emotion. All I gotta do is put up a Black Lives Matter uh, commercial. I ain't gotta put up my all Adidas gotta do is put up some Black Lives Matter commercial. They ain't gotta sell try to sell their shoes. Put up Black Lives Matter, put up a black person holding a fist, Colin Kaepernick kneeling down, and all of a sudden you feel some kind of pride. And Oh, Adidas loves our people. They don't love you. They love your money. So they love somebody else's money. But they study you. And sometimes the sociologists be knowing you, better than you know yourself, and that's how they can get you all riled up emotionally for absolutely nothing, and then got you voting for somebody who really don't care about you, not that either party cares about you, but they're passing policies that continue to uh, um, bring down your community and doing nothing to uplift and empower your community. So we have to be aware of those things. That, that's, that's a level of self-awareness that I don't think we have yet in the black community, but, but ladies and gentlemen, I believe, family, that we can get there. We can get there. One of, the, one of the key aspects of taking individual responsibility is being able to admit when we have made a mistake and failed. My father was not a good father. He was not in my life when I was a child. But when I finally met him for real for the first time, when I was 21 years old, He admitted his mistake and his failure as a father. And that started a brand new chapter in our relationship. And we have a good relationship now. He didn't blame a system. He didn't blame my mama. He didn't blame school. He didn't blame the town he was from. He didn't bring up, well, I was raised this way or I was raised that way or you don't really understand all the trouble. None of that mattered. He said, son, I failed. It was not right for me not to be in your life, but I want to make a change. I want to be in your life. I want to be in your kids' lives. And now my my uh, my daughters know who their grandfather is. And um, every time we go down to the to Georgia, we make sure I stop and, and visit my father. And um, he calls every now and again. Um, I, I knew I need to do better at calling him. Uh, uh, but it's when we start acknowledging our failures. That we can start growing, moving on from the past and moving into a better future. But if we if we're just stuck in the past, blaming everybody else, we can never really move to a um to a good future. To a good future. Um uh, admitting one's failure require a level it requires a level of humility and honesty. Um, we must be willing to acknowledge that the mis- I'm sorry, we must be willing to acknowledge our mistakes and own up to the consequences of their actions. So inviting inviting people who would emasculate men in our community, it has consequences. Making women in our community masculine, it has consequences. Taking the fathers out of the homes has consequences. Divorcing ourselves from a biblical worldview, it has Consequences. And we have to be honest about the mistakes we've made, honest about the consequences, study those and move forward so we can get better. By doing so, we can learn from our mistakes. This whole thing learn, don't wallow in them, don't deflect from them, learn from them, grow from their experience, become better, more responsible individuals for the future. See, individual responsibility involves being able to set and work toward goals. Us in the black community, what goals have we set for our communities? What do we want to see? Oh, no justice, no peace. What's that look like? Oh, no more police brutality. Well, in order for the police to stop coming in our community to quit police brutality, we need to to discuss the crime element in our community that we like to glorify in our music and our movies and our, our just our individual lives, right? What, what do you want to see? So by taking ownership of our own lives, we can set goals that are meaningful and relevant to our personal growth and well-being. And as you grow as a person, the goal is the community grows alongside you. Because as you grow, somebody sees you grow, then they want to grow, then they start growing, somebody see them grow, and they, then they want to grow, and then they start growing, and so on and so forth. We are better. We are so much better and able to prioritize our time and resources and focus our efforts on the things that truly matter when we start setting goals. The sense of purpose and direction can lead to greater satisfaction and fulfillment in life as we feel that we are making progress. When you, start, when you start making goals, you can check stuff off a box and contributing to something greater than ourselves. When you set goals, you can see the progress that you're making and you can understand that you're contributing to something greater than yourselves. Another aspect of individual responsibility is being able to make um, informed and responsible decisions. So this requires being informed about the world and the issues that that affect one's life. The reason why we make bad decisions, especially in politics, is because we are not informed. We would rather stay in one party and be doctrinized and be brainwashed and be stuck in groupthink than to even go over. The Democrats got us so scared to go over to a a conservative way of life that we won't even consider it, won't even look at it, won't even study it. Right now, a lot of black folks are, are currently the, the gatekeeper, the boule, Ben Crump, is, um... Suing the state of Florida Specifically Ron DeSantis Who has now a bad name in the black community Because the narrative is that he wants to cancel Or not allow African American studies in Florida That's the furthest thing from the truth Ladies and gentlemen when you're not informed about the stuff around you, and again, let's go back to those sociologists who know that black people don't read. We know, they know we like to look at it on TikTok and YouTube and all this stuff, and usually it's nothing that keeps us keeps us informed about the current events that's currently going on in the United States of America that impact our community, so they can put any narrative in front of you, and as long as it fits the Democratic, leftist, liberal narrative, we're gonna fall for it every single time, and they know that. So that's what they put in front of you. Governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, denies African American studies. Boom. We don't read the article. We just go in. Ron DeSantis is a racist. No. Read the article and understand that there's stuff in this advanced placement African American studies course that talks about queer theory, which has nothing to do with African American history. Talks about how to be a Black Lives Matter protester, which has nothing to do with African-American history, Black Lives Matter, doesn't care about black lives. They only care about getting money and fame and recognition when a white cop kills a black, uh, kills a black man. Uh, they wasn't marching when Tyree Nichols got shot by five cops, but whatever. Um, it teaches trans, uh, what, is the, what, what is the term? Transsectional, transsectionalism, I believe I'm saying that right. Um, that has nothing to do with, with black history. Whatsoever. Now there are some things that he did approve In that AP course But those things that have nothing to do with black history And everything to do with grooming our children continue to emasculate our men Make our women masculine Take fathers out of the home Teach our kids to be victims and not victors uh, Take that stuff out of there He's trying to help your child Wake up He's trying to help them But because we believe the narrative The person that's trying to help you out Cause we're so brainwashed and stuck in groupthink, we make them our number one enemy. Got Stephen A. Smith on ESPN. Why ESPN talking about political stuff? Because they know black people love sports, and we it's basketball season. So let's get Stephen A. These Negroes watching the TV now, because we love some sports. Everybody loves sports, especially Negroes. We love it. So let's put, it, let's put another gatekeeper like Stephen A. Smith on ESPN and let's talk about what's going on in the Florida government. It has nothing to do with sports. Why they do that? Because they got sociologists, again, studying you. They know they can get an emotional rise. So they know when you turn to CNN, they know when you turn to CBS, and they even know when you flick on to ESPN that you're going to hear the same story all the time, every day, 24-7, to get your emotions riled up, to get a response out of you to keep you in your place but when you start taking individual responsibility for things and start understanding the root cause for your own personal failures then we can start making goals to get to our personal success and then we can wake up and instead and then then especially when we talk about politics and government we can start separating people from policies now we can say I don't care if Joe Biden says that he loves black people And I don't care if Donald Trump said that he thinks the Confederacy was correct. All I want to know is, what are your policies? Does your policies help me uh, get more money? Does it help my children get in better schools? Does it help me save on my taxes? Does it help me build a better business? Does it help my community? Does it get rid of blight? Does it allow uh, uh, better jobs to come into my city? What are the policies? I don't care about the person. In government. They're they're all figureheads and they're playing a part in the character anyway. The most important thing is what bills are they pushing through Congress that become law in this country that now I have to abide by and my life is impacted by that. And that's and that's yes, that's on the federal level, but it's even larger on the local level. We're talking about our mayors and our governors and our aldermen and our, our, our district uh, attorneys. Those are the people that if you don't ever go vote for a president, them or the other, your local government is what you need to be actively involved in. Your school board council. What policies are they pushing? And do they help me or do they hurt me? And that's how I vote. I don't care what party they're in. I don't care about none of that. Do your policies match my worldview? If they do, i vote for you. If they don't, I won't. There's no emotion involved. It's all facts. That's how I roll when it comes to things like that. We have to do. We have to get better as a collective, um, of doing that. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we have to make. We have to be informed. So we, to be in order to be informed, we need to be need to be aware of the world around us and the issues that impact us. Right. Um, and being able to analyze and evaluate information in order to make informed choices. So in order to even make informed choices, we need to get the the correct information. So to be able to analyze information to make an informed choice, we need the information from Donald Trump and we need the information from Joe Biden. And we can't have any emotional stuff attached to it. I'm not telling you who you should vote for, or not vote for. I'm telling you none of that. I'm saying you need to get the information from both sides in order to make an informed decision. You can't make an informed decision on a one side on one sided information. You can't make an informed decision from watching CNN all day. You can't make an informed decision from watching Fox all day long. You can't make an informed decision from watching conspiracy theorists on YouTube all day long. You just can't. You need the whole picture in order to make an informed decision. So, taking responsibility for our decisions individuals we can be confident that we are making the best choices for ourselves and those around us and we are less likely to be swayed by external factors or pressures aka groupthink look up groupthink it's a horrible thing so if we if we want to stop as a community being tossed and swayed to and fro by all these political parties we need to start being informed about what's going on around us okay very important. So finally, taking individual responsibility involves being able to take care of ourselves and our own well-being. Uh, this requires being able to make healthy choices. And This is where I'm at, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm reading up on some uh, some Mishnah Torah. Um, that's uh, a book. The Mishnah is a is a book, a, a compendium of oral law. Um, uh, different ways to live that the Jewish community lived in in antiquity, um, very good. Um, and from the Mishnah, we get the Talmud, and uh, from that we even get uh, older, rab- um, newer rabbis, I would say, that's closer to our time, and uh, one called Rambam who compiled uh, the Mishnah Torah. And in that it talks about how we ought to, um, the relationship we ought to have with sex, the relationship we ought to have with food all these different things, um, the different pleasures of life and how we, we don't use these pleasures to gratify our flesh, but we use them for the glory of God because uh, ultimately um, even the old rabbis understood that, that the, our body is the temple of God because they had no temple. It was destroyed in 70 AD. So they understood that, hey, our bodies house the spirit of God and we need to treat it in a way that we believe that it houses the almighty God. So we needed to be better about our health choices, and I personally believe if if we if we uh, even went by just the kosher laws in the Bible, Leviticus 23, um, I'm sorry, Leviticus 11, um, if we even went by those, we would be better. Get rid of the pork. Uh, get rid of the bad fish. Uh, get rid of the 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 chitlins, and the coons, and the rabbits, and all these different things. Clean meats, clean foods, get rid of the catfish and the shrimp and the lobsters, just starting there. I think we would just be better as a people health wise. Um, and health is just not eating what you ingest food, but also what you allow your, what you allow to, what you allow, uh, your body to ingest as far as environment is concerned. Where do you live? Some people can't control that, but you can probably make it better. Um, Who's your company? Do you have ratchet people around you all day long? Pessimistic people? Folks who ain't trying to do nothing with their lives? Ain't trying to move forward with anything? They're always complaining? Backbiting? Can't be trusted? Drama every time you look around? Be around some people that's trying to go somewhere that bring peace and positivity to your life so that you can start dealing with your own trauma and that you in return can give back to those people what they have given to you. All right. So we have to make healthy choices. We have to maintain positive relationships and take care of our physical and mental health, ladies and gentlemen. By taking responsibility for our own well-being, individuals are able to navigate the challenges and obstacles of life. And we are less likely to become over overwhelmed by stress, anxiety, and depression, which is overrun, which is tearing up the black community. We can be freed from all that if we learn how to take personal responsibility for our own health, our mental health, our physical health, our relationships. So to take us home, taking individual responsibility is an essential aspect of personal growth and well-being. By taking responsibility for our own thoughts, feelings, and actions and outcomes, we can gain a sense of control and independence, and we are better to able to navigate the challenges and obstacles of life. Additionally, by being uh, accountable to our own well-being, we can make informed and responsible decisions, set and work toward meaningful goals, and live a fulfilling and satisfying life. That's all I have for this episode of YB Speaks Today, family. I hope it blessed you. I hope that you can take some of these things back home to you, wrote, wrote some of these things down, and that we can start taking individual responsibility for our own actions, for our own lives, for our own choices, for the for the, for the the world around us, for our mental, for our, our physical health, for our relationships, um, that we can start um, uh, being a, a, a autonomous for our own lives, uh, taking hold and captive of our own feelings and emotions, and not people just not allowing people to jerk us back and forth, right? Um, and being informed, making informed decisions about the world around us. Uh, if we do these things, I truly believe that the black community can really start to heal itself and be better going forward. All right, family, that's all I have. As always, light up the darkness, change the world. Be well.